Philanthropy is all about giving to causes that matter to you the most, and by doing so, making a difference in the lives of others. But is this an activity that is reserved just for the super wealthy? Or is it possible for the average person to become a philanthropist? What cause tugs at your heart that you wish you could provide funding for? Is there a way, right now, to live your dream with purpose? These are the glaring questions this podcast will explore as we meet everyday people who are stepping up to begin living their philanthropic lifestyle. We'll hear about their cause, why it's important to them, as well as their vision for the future. So let's get inspired, motivated, and learn how we can step into the dream of living our best life with purpose. My name is Nancy Landa. Welcome to Cause Talk Radio. Today's guest is Adrian Ayala. He is an entrepreneur, basketball gym owner, basketball trainer, partners with a real estate investment company, and just started a real estate investment podcast. He is from the Rio Grande area in Texas. He's obviously passionate about basketball and sharing that passion with kids. Welcome to the show, Adrian. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, Nancy. Um, I greatly appreciate it. So tell me about a time when you were first introduced to basketball. Jeez. Um, oh, it's, uh, I'm going to be honest, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really bring me back. And if I get emotional, it's uh, just please forgive me. Um, no, reason to refer- no reason for that. Basketball, basketball, in a, in a sense, kept me out of, out of trouble, kind of saved my life in a sense, because um, I mean, you can imagine as a kid going out to the courts and everything and all the stuff that, that you get exposed to. I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple years back before I, the first time I was actually introduced to basketball okay. and give you an example of where I came from. I, uh, I was in a private school my whole life, a uh, private Christian school, um, moved around from city to city here in the Rio Grande Valley. And, um, my first year in public school was my eighth grade year. I never played basketball before. I was always a football player. Yeah. Um, my dad loved football, got us into football really early. Well, again, keep in mind, I came from a, a private Christian school where they hide us from, I mean, they don't, they don't show you everything that, you know, that's out there, especially this was before social media and everything was just widely available on the internet. Um, my dad was a truck driver. My first semester in public school went great. Um, we're in Christmas break and my dad's coming home for Christmas on Christmas Eve. And I mean, long story short, uh, there was an accident. My dad passed away in this accident on Christmas Eve and that really changed my life forever. Um, I really didn't want to play football anymore because that was that one thing that just reminded me of my dad. Um, and I hated the heat. (laughs) That's, that's the funny part about it. I didn't like the heat. So um, I got introduced to basketball my eighth grade year and it was like right in time for the season to start and, you know, basketball and the people in the gym really kept my mind going from the crap that was going on in my life. And man, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was introduced to basketball with Michael Jordan back in, you know, the, the mid nineties, but I didn't really want to play or have a reason to want to try until, you know, I was just looking for something to keep me busy, to keep me going. and Basketball did that for me. Um, so is it fair to say that basketball became your outlet? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very fair to say that. Okay. So who had the biggest influence on you when you were a kid? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say my father because 
I didn't realize how much influence he had on me until, you know, until high school. Um, didn't realize how much influence he had on our family until he was gone. He was the glue that really kept us together. Um, I started to realize how much it, he actually affected everybody's lives in our families. After he was gone, that glue was kind of taken. And the influence on me was to be that person that held our family together. Even if I couldn't keep, you know, his side of the family as tight as it was before, but my, but going forward, I was going to be that person to keep my direct, direct family as tight as possible. Because I mean, I mean, shoot, you know, like tomorrow's not promised. Right. And I mean, especially with everything going on in this world, like seeing that special person that you care about one more time, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow is that that's huge to me. So I really try to, you know, try to live through my dad in that sense. And I'd say that he's been my biggest influence. What would he say about what you've accomplished so far in your life? What do you think he would say? <sighs> See, I wish I could, I wish I knew. Um, you know, he passed away so early. I was in eighth grade. I didn't yeah. get to know him as an adult. I only knew him as that father figure. And you don't really, you don't really get to know who your parents are until you're maybe in, later in high school and they open up more, you know, um, yeah. I really can't say exactly what he would say, but I know for a fact that he'd be, man, he'd be, he'd be so proud of what I've been through and how I've gotten out of what I've been through. I would have to agree. Absolutely. So right now as an entrepreneur, what does your day look like? <laughs> my day starts as early as my son wakes up. Um, he, he's, I have a two-year-old and I am married. Um, my two-year-old, my, my wife's an LVN, she's a nurse for DHR, the, one of the hospitals here. And because I don't have the time to wake up, I wake up every night with my son during the week. So my day starts as early as two, four, six, it all depends. <laughs> I wake up multiple times at night. Um, it's just to get him to go back to sleep. He wakes up, he sees nobody there, he cries. Yeah. So I go to him, he falls back asleep. So normally that's how my day starts. And I wake up groggy when my wife leaves to work at eight in the morning. She takes him to daycare. Um, but when I wake up, the first thing I do is I'll drink some coffee and I'll get some exercise in. There you Before go. I, you know, I, work on, I work on my mind and body at the same time. So I'm listening to a motivational or an educational podcast or YouTube video or even some worship music. Um, something to get me right in the right mindset for the day. That's so me. important. That's so important. Mindset is 90% of everybody's challenge. If you can you get know, your so, mindset right, yeah, it does I set agree. the it sets the stage for the rest of your life for sure. Mm -hmm. So is also if I can elaborate really quickly, like sure. you know, with, with mindset, like we've had the healthiest people in the world not have a healthy mind, suffer from their mental health. And if you're if you don't have your mind and body and spirit in sync, then you know, that's, it's, it's not going it, to, nothing, nothing really matters. You can, you know, if you're unhealthy, but your mind is right, you're still unhealthy and, you know, you're not working in sync. And then right. if you're healthy, but your mind's not right, you're, you're not, you're not in sync. So I really believe that mind, body, and spirit need to be working simultaneously as, as a unit um, in, in any, in any type of um, industry, whatever it is that you do. Right. So there needs to be balance. Balance. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
So tell me about this new podcast that you have started. Oh man. So, um, I'm very fortunate to be partnered with Tarek. Um, this guy right here, it's like, if, if, if there's a definition of iron sharpens iron, it's our, our partnership. Um, he got started in real estate last year. Uh, he was looking for some homes. I knew my grandma was selling a home. I got him a meeting with my grandma. I realized how easy it was. And I was like, dude, I want to do this too. Even if we don't work together, um, help me get started. He helped me get started, but actually we ended up partnering together. We realized that two minds work way better, especially if our minds are, we, you know, we, we sync very well. So we push each other. So this year we, we set some goals at the beginning of the year. And Mm -hmm. one of them was to start a podcast. And here we are in June. We're barely getting it started, but I think it's the right time to get started because now six months later, we've, you know, we've learned from our mentors. We have valuable information to literally help anybody from any level of real estate. So starting this podcast was just that next step. And actually him speaking with you really, really like slingshotted our, our efforts at starting our podcast. I, I'm excited. Like I said, it's, I believe it was a huge success. There's a lot of value given in that 55 minute conversation that we had. And I'm just excited to see where we're going to be in the next three, six months, maybe even a year and how many people we're going to be able to, to help in their real estate careers. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know when I did, did my podcast session with Tarek, that's one of the things I recommend that he do is a podcast. So I am thrilled that he has taken action on that with you and that you guys are starting that. That's amazing. So let's talk about your cause. And I, I hope I didn't destroy your name. The Ayala Group gives back. Is that correct? Ayala Group. Ayala. Ayala. Ayala Group. <laughs> In a nutshell, what is your cause about? Well, my main cause, my, the reason for my cause is to give. Like I said, I, I came from a small Hispanic area in South Texas. My dad was a truck driver. My mom was a worked work for a dentist office. You know, did the accounting for them. Um, very limited on the exposure of information and education. Um, you know, I don't think my dad even. I think my dad barely graduated high school. So um, my cause is, I you know, I ended up that that Christian school that I mentioned. Yeah, I ended up there. Um, I ended up there my kindergarten year because I didn't know Spanish, even though I'm Hispanic, I didn't know Spanish and they wouldn't allow me to do pre-K at a public school. And my, my parents really needed, you know, for me, they didn't have anybody to watch me. So they needed to figure something out. And I ended up in this Christian school from pre-K all the way to seventh grade. And I realized that a lot of my morals and foundation of who I am and, you know, how I go about my life was, it all started there. And that's where giving really got opened up to me. Um, I've spent in what time way? In the sense of like my time and, and any type of, you know, monetary effort that I can is, is helping out that school. So my cause, this school is, it's small. It is, it looks like a small house, like a small three, three to five bedroom house, but it's on a property that back when I was there, it was just that front house. Now they've, they've built what looks like the shell of a gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And they're going to put classrooms up there. And I've been working on this for over 10 years, Nancy. Wow. Over 10 years, they, you know, as a, as a missionary group, they haven't been able to come up with the funds to, to cover that. And then on top of that, they don't, 
they give partial scholarships to some of these kids because this school is in a in a low income area. Yeah. But it's open it's open enrollment, but it's in a very low income area. And shoot, when I was there, it was in a bad neighborhood. Um, they didn't allow us to go outside. You know, we were fenced in the school, but anywhere else, we couldn't go anywhere unless you know our parents were there. Right. So the neighborhood's still similar, but it's a lot better. But again, the school hasn't progressed any, and it, it saddens me. It breaks my heart because again, this is where this is where it all started for me. Um, I wouldn't have had the drive to get through all the stuff that happened to me in my life if I didn't go to that school. I wouldn't have had the capability, the the mindset, the any anything, the belief, the faith to get through all the stuff that I've been through in life without that. So the first thing I want to do is I'm going to give to them. I'm going to help this school. Instead of getting partial scholarships, I'm going to help them get full scholarships for these low-income families. I'm going to help them finish that gymnasium with the classrooms to where they can they can expand and move, you know, move just move out of the elementary and middle school and open up to high school also. You know, it's unfortunate that they've only been able to go so far, but they're missionaries. They're not business owners. They don't know how to really run the business. So any knowledge and anything monetary that I can do to help them, that is where my cause begins. My cause is going to end up owning a, owning a basketball facility where I can give the kids in the low-income areas an opportunity to get athletically trained and even to get noticed at, you know, in basketball. So it's going to start with the school and then it's going to end with my, it's going to end with my, my passion. Yeah. Um, giving back to these kids, helping them have access to training, have access to, um, mentors, big brothers, um, and, you know, if, and even then give scholarships for college, help them get to the next level in their basketball careers. Like, man, there's just so much I want to do, but it all begins with helping out that school. And are you going to be teaching them the mind, body, spirit trilogy <clears throat> as a basis for them? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, it doesn't matter to me what anybody's belief is. The, the thing in, in the end is that our mind is, is super, super, super powerful. And a lot of people don't realize that, that the most, ne- the, the smallest negative thought, we don't realize the lasting impact it actually has on our lives. Yeah. So, you know, obviously with basketball training and everything, the physical aspect is going to be there. Um, with, with coaching and mentoring, the, the mental aspect is going to be there. But then also getting themselves right with who who or whatever they believe in. May it be God, may it be any other religion, or may it just be in a higher being. Getting themselves right and understanding that with all the stuff that's happening right now, that it's happening for a reason. And we're I, I, re- I truly believe that we're about to experience the most, not catastrophic, but the biggest experience that anybody's going to, anybody's ever going to experience we're all going to experience it together there's so much stuff happening that we literally we're blind if if we don't really see it happening so mind body spirit super important to me i'm gonna i'm gonna spill this full cup that i have on anybody that'll listen anybody that i can influence with my words and i want to make sure that they understand it because i'm the truly the believer or the type of person that believes that nobody should be left behind that everybody should have an opportunity to to gain information and Being excel where i'm from information <clears throat> we can in the 90s we used to hear the music 
that came out two months ago, like if it was new for us. That's how slow stuff comes down here. Yeah. COVID-19, we reacted to it a week and a half after like the shutdown. It just, just things just flow down here a little slower. Um, and I don't want that to happen anymore. I want to make sure that, that my backyard is taken care of. That's, that's an amazing cause. Now, when you think about a few years from now, what is your vision for the future of your cause? I'll be honest, like you think about depend depending on where depending on where we can be with with you know with our vehicle, our vessel and getting to our goals, um, my cause can can be opened up into something way bigger, uh, non uh, d- different types of nonprofits for I mean <laughs> Honestly, God, God knows, like only, only to, to finish, to take care of the school, you know, with the amount that I plan on giving, like the school is going to get taken care of. My family's going to get taken care of the basketball community is going to get taken care of. My next step would be to educate my community on anything, financial literacy, um, the soft skills that not everybody's taught in school. Right. Um, all that, there's just, I, I can't even, can't even pinpoint to be completely honest, Nancy, like. Well, I think you know. what you're, what you're doing is amazing. And I, I have to think that there's going to be a ripple effect. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm, yeah, I do. Because the kids that you are influencing with your cause are going to grow up and want to do similar things, perhaps in different communities. And that ripple effect will just continue. It could be nationwide or worldwide, depending on where their life takes them. So you you start with just a, a drop in the water, and then it just ripples out to multitudes. So that's amazing. Now, would you be willing to come back on the show in a few months and provide an update on how your cause is doing? Would I ever. (laughs) So So with so many choices today for fundraising online, why did I, why did you choose up to give to fund your cause? Um, I think it's unique. Um, I believe that that up to give is, is an all around platform that can be used to hit a lot of the main points that let's just say that that people don't have access to um fund a fundraising source a banking source mm-hmm. and an education source all three of these working together as one like it's going to help these people that decide that they want to use up to give as their fundraising platform also but the ones that don't have the mindset that I do that are new to that are new to the ideology of of making things happen, making dreams come true, helping others make their dreams come true. I feel like with this platform, those people that are fresh and green, it's gonna give them a trampoline to jump to the next the next level of their being. That was right. the main thing that got me interested in this is that like cool, I can benefit from this, but how can the people in my community, the people that I care about the most, my family, my friends, how can they benefit from this too? I have a lot of business owners that are friends. A lot of my business owners don't have the soft skills that 
that I believe they need to have to run their business at a high level. Um, nobody was taught that. Yeah, they're, they're go-getters, but you know, they weren't taught how to speak to customers or to show empathy when needed. And it's like, I, I really think that, that the, giving, the giving box part of, of up to give is amazing, but I truly think like the education and the bank and, and banking those that are unbanked is, is what's going to really push up to give over the edge. Yeah. The giving box is going to help people reach their goals and, and do things in the communities that they live in that they never thought of. But I mean, imagine if we didn't have the education or the banking platform, all the money in the world, it doesn't matter if you have all the money in the world, if you don't know how to spend it correctly, if you don't know how to utilize it correctly, if you don't know how to manage it correctly. Right. So I feel like it's an all in one platform that can help the average Joe win big. So if somebody is listening to you right now and they're hearing about your cause, they hear about your passion, how you got to where you are right now, and they're thinking, maybe I do have a cause, what would you say to them? What would you tell them their first step would be? Well, the first step is to, is to think, is to no longer think that maybe I do have a cause. I truly believe everybody has a cause. Everybody has a passion. Everybody would rather be doing something else that they like and care about and they can get behind, but not many people have the means or the information to get something like that done. Um, I truly feel that, you know, those listening right now believe that you have something because you do, you do. That often comes from um, a struggle or pain from the past. Don't you agree with that? It's not always that way, but from everybody that I've interviewed thus far, they had a struggle or experienced pain in an area and want to help other people who are also experiencing those things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. I, I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, and I, I mean, also it'll, it'll help catapult those people that don't, or that aren't at that level yet. Right. You know, like what I mentioned about the, the, the average Joe is the fresh people that are wishing and thinking about more and are starting to get into the idea that it is possible. I mean, it, it is. It doesn't matter. There are so many people out there that have lost sight of their dream and have gotten into the, I guess it's a box. They feel boxed in because they have to have a job. They have to, you know, provide for their family, but they don't feel like there's anything left for that dream. And, I, and so an excuse that I hear a lot is that the time. I don't have yeah. the, the time, you know, because I need to provide for my family. I need to pay right. my bills. I need to keep the roof over my head. Yeah. The only advice I can give to those people that don't think that they have the time is that they actually do. They just need to spend. They really need to like evaluate what they do on a regular basis. How much time do they spend on their phones, on social media, watching Netflix? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I got into that box at one point. It was a couple of years where I gave up on basketball. I, I started working because that's what I needed to do. It took me about three years and two promotions that I got uh, passed over on to like wake up again and be like, dude, this, you got passed up for a reason. This is not where you belong. Right. And you just got to stay consistent. I mean, honest truth is that we don't get, God doesn't put anything in front of us that we can't get out of. everything that we go through is a test. My dad passing away, unfortunately, was a test. 
he took him and I'm all I can say is I'm happy he took him at the right time and it was the right time for him not for me but it was the right time for him and that it was painless that's the one thing that makes me super happy about my story is that I know for a fact through the you know through the examiners that it was it was painless and that's what kind of keeps me it kind of keeps me going knowing that my dad didn't suffer but you realize at a very early age how fragile life can be. Here one minute, gone the next. Definitely did. Yeah. Well, Adrian, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me today on Cause Talk. It has been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Is there anything else that you'd like to share? Yeah, Lancey, uh, I want to thank you for even allowing me to, to talk about my cause and even just to introduce myself to the world. Um, I'm very happy that we got introduced. I'm really excited to see where we end up in the next three to six months, how we're in the end, we're going to end up helping each other out. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful and thankful for this new friendship that I have with you, Nancy. Um, just please let's keep in touch. Let's, let's touch, touch base and keep tabs and keep each other accountable. And Absolutely. Let's make this happen for, not for us, but for, for the people listening. Absolutely. Well, folks, if you've been inspired by Adrian's story, his cause, and you'd like to contribute, read more about it, or join him with your own cause, a link is provided for you in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and were inspired by the content that was presented. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you'll be notified as soon as new episodes are available. For more information about anything on today's show, head on over to causetalkradio.com. Click on the podcast link where you'll find all the information covered on today's podcast, including links for easy navigation.